0: I'm Clyde Lewis. You're about to listen to a sample of today's Ground Zero show. I'm Clyde Lewis, and this is Ground Zero. Numbers to call tonight, 503-225-0860. That's 503-225-0860. We are heard coast to coast around the world. Thanks to the Internet, Aftermath.fm, where it's free to listen. Go ahead and check it out, and if you want to listen at a more convenient time, we have our archive podcast available at aftermath.media. Join us for our March Madness, where you can get a yearly subscription for about seventy-nine bucks—not bad. Or you can pay the monthly, ten bucks, five bucks, depending on the package you choose. Just go to aftermath.fm. It's aftermath.fm. It supports the show, and a lot of great people there. A lot of other shows that uh, aftermath.media. A lot of other shows that we uh, we, we put together for that as well. So go to aftermath.media. That's aftermath.media. And uh, you can uh, take advantage of the deal we have for March Madness. Otherwise, aftermath.fm, you can listen right now. We're on right now. <laughs> anyway, and those of you that are there already know it. There was a call, 503-225-0860. That's 503-225-0860. Uh, many of you would probably, if uh, you, you subscribe to Aftermath, you know that we do a show called On Beyond Zero. And uh, we talked a little bit about the Zack Snyder Cut of the Justice League. It's the director's cut of the Justice League. And over the weekend, uh, Liam and I actually, we, we did it in two parts because it's a four hour movie. We sat down, we watched one part of it, then we watched the other part of it. And all in all, I mean, it was a great film. I, I think that, you know, the sad thing is, is it's so good. You want to watch it again, but it's four hours long. You don't want to waste your whole day watching the film another time. So maybe in bits and pieces, you can watch it again, but it's really well done. Uh uh, of course you know when we were on beyond zero we discussed how many scenes probably should have been cut but it helped a lot of the scenes helped to flesh out the characters that otherwise were two dimensional in the last effort the Josh Whedon version of the justice league which of course uh, you know debatable on whether that was a good film I mean, just, dc just doesn't get their characters right for some reason in the films the last segment of the film uh this this Zack Snyder cut without giving away any spoilers Uh, featured Batman having a conversation with the Joker. Now, this is in the the trailer, so I'm not giving anything away. And uh, basically, the backdrop of this conversation with the Joker is this cold, apocalyptic sequence. Now, once again, I'm not giving anything away. But the segment I felt really wasn't needed, but it's in the trailer. uh, And there is controversy now surrounding a line that was uttered in the trailer and not in the film. Here's that line that was uttered in the trailer. We live in a society where honor is a distant memory. Isn't that right, Batman? So that was the that was the uh, the controversial line that the uh, Joker gave to Batman in in this segment. He says, "We live in a society where honor is a distant memory. Isn't that right, Batman?" The scene is from the nightmare timeline. Liam disgusted with me. It's from the comic book nightmare timeline where Batman and Superman in dawn of justice, there's this apocalyptic dystopian future where the main villain Darkseid has succeeded in conquering earth. Now we have to assume that Darkseid succeeded in finding what he called throughout the film, the anti-life equation or anti-life equation, something that, uh, Was mentioned in the film with not much explanation. Um, But there's a lot of words that associate with anti-life. Loneliness, alienation, fear, despair, self-worth, mockery, condemnation, misunderstanding, guilt, shame, failure, judgment, um, life, death, all that. So I decided to research what the anti-life equation is and... With the help of Derek the Nightstalker, I found something very intriguing. According to the DC Wiki page, the Anti-Life Equation is defined as, "quote, it's implant, it implants the mathematical certainty that all life is hopeless and that freedom and hope are futile concepts, dooming those who hear it to despair." The Anti-Life Equation has the power to dominate the will of any sentient race. In addition to reality-altering powers. That twist and distort freedom over life and death. It derives its name from the fact that if someone possesses absolute control over you, you're not really alive. The anti life equation, from what I can understand, is the building block for true fascism and the objective of what can be called Leviathan rule. Now, the word Leviathan shows up in the Bible about the beast system or the system we've talked about before, maintaining the economic, governmental, and scientific framework of a technocratic fascist operating system, we believe is unthinkable. And it's not unthinkable if you have the right kind of propaganda and disinformation being fed to the populace at large. I mean, when truth is seen as a liability to power, it must always be disallowed and all instances of it effectively be penalized. Now, radio and TV and the internet are a constant enabler Popular science, expert editorializing, all of this operate today like it's a religion. They, they they treat everything like a religion or like a cult. They use, uh, they use these uh, bad or, or these very negative uh, cult tactics on people. And they need to do this in order to count on or rely on the success and the devotion of those that they're playing to. You need to be able to create things to keep attention or keep the attention of the masses otherwise you don't you don't uh, you, you don't succeed so the success in a lot of radio and tv and internet uh, forums is it, the success lies in the ability to beguile the people into becoming obedient and gullible auto, uh, automatons of the state or automatons of of the agenda that they wish to push we live in hyper mediated times, or uh, the, the hyper it's called hyper awareness or hyper reality. And so, we're in these hyper mediated times, and we're allowing ourselves literally to be guided by strangers who magically appear electronically on our TV screens and on our cell phones. Corporate media focuses on stories that they are paid to propagate, those which support the financial and ideological agendas. Of their owners who themselves are without exception central parts of the larger global ruling oligarchy it is in their best interest to push ideologies meant to divide us one of their tools appears to be the use of critical race theory critical race theory is the view that the law and legal institutions are inherently racist and that race itself, instead of being biologically grounded and natural, is a socially constructed concept that is used by white people to further their economic and political interests at the expense of people of color. Now, those who deploy critical race theory absolutely have no interest in ending racism. Instead, they have made essentially the same point over and over and over and over again. Racism is an unsolvable problem. Racism is an unsolvable problem. You hear this over and over again. Racism is an unsolvable problem. That is the point they want to hit home over and over again. And what this does, after much repetition and and, and carefully crafted propaganda, it opens the door for scapegoating. It opens the door for scapegoats and the narratives about hate crimes and gun crimes seem to be dominating the media narrative and they are being used as an excuse to push domestic terror laws and eventually gun confiscation. We need to utilize discernment when we hear of sudden hate crimes being levied against the Asian community or that an active shooter was a white supremacist even before we find out that he was a white supremacist, a Nazi, BLM, anti-Fox stream, Muslim or whatever. We didn't know. All we know is out there there are useful idiots that have axes to grind. After we find out who they are, well, now before we find out who they are, they're immediately being labeled domestic terrorists, white supremacists, Nazis, uh, someone who has an axe to grind against the Asian community. This is the narrative now. The right-wing nationalist, the the right-wing nationalist terrorist narrative is now being pushed as the media is selecting their various narratives that push critical race theories. Now, many of these narratives are there to fuel activist anger, and, the, and, and, and that anger is seen in attacks on government buildings and police officers. It is meant to cede civil war, or a continuous civil upheaval, where we realize that we're at war with each other, but we don't even understand why we're at war with each other. So it's important to remember that because very few of its activists have shown much sincere desire in racism to end racism, Critical race theory should not be taken entirely at face value. If a majority of, uh, of its supporters were sincere, they would be willing to have fruitful discussions in a civil society that supports civil discourse. Rather, critical race theory's agitators are committed to tearing down civil society on the pretense that it's an incubator for systemic racism. So as with all forums of identity politics, intersection uh, intersectionality, critic race or critical race theory, stokes divisions between people where few or none existed before. If you get if, if you keep being told that you're a racist, you start getting annoyed. You start getting angry. You start you 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 start becoming racist. If you're told you're xenophobic even though you don't feel you're xenophobic. If you're continually being told you're xenophobic, eventually you'll get tired of somebody telling you you're xenophobic, and eventually it breeds being xenophobic. Telling somebody they're a racist, or keep pushing the idea that one particular group's racist and one isn't, makes that group resentful. And then that, of course, feeds upon itself. It's an anti-life equation, much like what was talked about in the movie Justice League. It's It's that key, that element, that equation that breeds this sort of anger amongst the people. And then you realize how futile life is and how other lives are futile, and that's when you start gaining that idea that there are people that you don't agree with or you don't want to agree with, that you'll have some pretty clever ways of getting rid of. Finding ways to cancel them, shut them down, censor them. Five zero three two two five zero eight sixty. 225 860 That's five zero three 860 I'm Clyde Lewis. You're listening to Ground Zero. And we'll be back. I'm Clegg Lewis, and you've just listened to a segment of Ground Zero. In order to access the complete archive shows and podcasts, you must sign up on our secured server at aftermath.media. It's only $4.99 a month for the archive shows and podcasts. Or if you want access to the Ground Zero online library, which includes videos, audio clips, eBooks, documents, a social media platform, plus the archive shows and podcasts, it's $9.99 a month. Again, that's aftermath.media. That's aftermath.media. Thanks for supporting Ground Zero.